0: Hey, this is Miriam Allred with Home Care Pulse, and you're listening to Vision, the Home Care Leaders Podcast, the show where I chat with home care leaders about relevant topics providers want to hear. My guest today is Cameron Nasser, the founder and CEO of Nueva Care in San Mateo, California. Welcome to the show, Cameron.
1: Thank you very much, Miriam. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Let's dive right in. I want to talk about your agency, Nueva Care. Tell me when and why did you start that agency?
1: Sure, uh, I started thinking about um, started starting that agency in 2012, and I actually started the company in 2013. Uh, we were just coming out of, a, of uh, out of the Great Recession, if you remember, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually used to uh, do some real estate investing before that, so I had, I had pretty much lost a lot of money back then, and I was looking to do something else to kind of like revive our life and get, get into something new. Did a lot of research, looked at many different industries, and home care kept coming up on my radar. and. Uh, I uh, did uh, more research about the industry, about the trends, uh, uh, what it was all about, and I, I really liked what I, uh, what I found out about uh, both of the industry, about the operations of a business, and so I became very interested in that. And I looked at different different business models, uh, like franchising or uh, starting like an independent uh, home care agency. And I actually, I was very close to starting a franchise. But for, mm-hmm. you know, for a variety of reasons, it didn't work out. And um, and therefore, I decided to start an independent agency. So in 2013, I actually um, started the agency. And uh, so that's uh, kind of like a quick background in terms of when and how I got started.
0: Now, You're in a unique area. You're right there in the Bay Area in Silicon Valley. Tell me about why you positioned your agency as a technology-based home care company.
1: Sure. So uh, originally, again, when I started the company, I really had little idea of how competitive the marketplace was. A lot of my research that I originally did was... How great industry is, and how much is going to grow, and how much a need for home care is going to grow. One thing that I don't really remember focusing on was how competitive the the marketplace is, and I and I found that out after I had started my agency when I went to one of the uh, group uh, meetings. Uh, in the Bay Area, there's like a groups of home care agencies that meet uh, you know, every month. And I went to my first meeting and I noticed that there's a huge room with hundreds of people. They're representing different home care agencies. And that's the day I found out that there are more than 200 home care agencies in my immediate area. So I realized that, wow, this is very competitive, a lot more than I had mm-hmm. expected. So then it's that you have to do something different. You cannot just uh, offer the same services with the same uh, caregivers. So I decided to kind of like position the company a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the the technology positioning was because we were really uh, – trying to make things more efficient, make things uh, more streamlined. And we were one of the first people who started using ClearCare. We were one of the first original customers. And the emphasis on technology gave us a Kind of like a differentiating factor and you know later on as we moved forward with this concept of differentiating ourselves with technology we embarked upon different ideas and different innovations like we we did a beta test for this device that was called kubi and that was in 2015 it was a kind of like a video conferencing uh, iPad that you could actually remotely move the iPad in the customers or in the client's home to be able to figure out uh, where they were and kind of like locate the caregiver. So that was like a, just a beta test. It The company didn't survive. They, they, they couldn't make it. And, uh, but that was, that was just one of the ideas that we explored. And it kind of like put us on a differentiating platform mm-hmm. from the customers point of view so that's really mm-hmm. that was a reason that that I was forced to do that, that the fact that there were so many other competitors it was um, something that was to to be different and mm-hmm. uh, recently I read something which is really interesting it's uh, it's called different is better than better being better and being good and being excellent it It's really hard to compete on that because the problem is everybody else is also saying the same thing. So many agencies that say we are the best, we have the best caregivers, we have the best rates, we have so many, you know, they're all all best and better. So it is really difficult to compete on that basis. What really helped us was trying to just be different. And that I think put us on our path to being able to grow the agency really quick from 2010 to 2018 when the company was sold. We went from, uh, of course, zero to uh, close to $3 million. And it was kind of like the cornerstone of our uh, marketing efforts being different.
0: And it has to be the right different. I'd imagine... Being technology-based home care resonated with the population there because in Silicon Valley, kind of the tech hub of the nation, and being technology-based home care probably resonated and appealed to the retirees or your, you know, your potential customers. Was that the case?
1: I have to imagine that that was the case because most of the uh, customers, of course, most of the people who contacted us were the kids of, you know, the children of the. Mm -hmm. clients that we had. The elderly, you know, it was really rare that we would get a call from uh, the uh, potential consults. It was mostly their children. And they were the ones, again, back in 2013, starting to feel more comfortable on online searches and doing the research online and getting, you know, finding resources on Google. Right now, it's really kind of like, it is so Typical that everybody does that, but seven years ago it was still kind of like, uh, f- especially for healthcare and home care related stuff, it was just beginning. And one of the things that w- was really different about it, we put a lot of emphasis on SEO and uh, and being visible online. And that was, you know, again, that was one of the us grow. So being here, I think it was uh, it was a good fact that they uh, the potential customers felt comfortable that the fact that, you know, we were kind of technology-based, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's talk about some of that rapid growth. As I've read up on Care and read up on yourself, you know, Care was the number three fastest-growing private company in Silicon Valley in 2017. You've mentioned you just had the agency for four years, but you were able to drive such rapid growth in such a short period of time. So I'd like to talk about some of those key decisions you made early on that helped drive rapid and long lasting growth?
1: Sure, so uh, the first year was extremely difficult. It was excruciating uh, to grow the company as um, you know, many people know starting, starting any business is difficult. So uh, the first year, what I did was I tried every possible way to generate leads for the company. And that included all the types of online lead generation platforms. And I tried all of them. It it kind of worked. Uh, the conversion rate was really low. And there was a lot of uh, time that had to be spent on sorting through all these leads, good ones that could convert. So it was a lot of time spent, but the. Return on return on investment in terms of time was really there. So, but that's you know that's what I had to try. I mean, I I, I didn't know anything better. And uh, what kind of like changed was I um, hired a, a consultant consulting firm that really helped us focus our efforts on face to face marketing and understanding the home care referral sources. And that was uh, crucial. So the second half of the first year was really when we started really understanding that it, it, this is a, like a relationship business and it takes relationships to be able to generate uh, leads from uh, referral sources. And that helped us, sh- that kind of like, that was the beginning of our growth uh, path. And uh, one of the other kind of like elements that I always focused on was marketing. So again, I was part of another group, another a group of home care, another group that kind of like focuses on independent home care agencies. And this, this was a group that, you know, we met every month or, you know, whoever had a question we would post to, uh, to the group and we would get answers. So one of the things I realized was that uh, marketing was really important. So I put a lot of emphasis on marketing and both face-to-face marketing and online marketing. Since I did that, and I put a lot of emphasis on SEO and as well as referral source marketing, that's when we started seeing the real growth coming in the second year and the third year. And uh, one of the... um, things that we focused on, which was really helpful, is we introduced a art therapy program, which was really unique. Nobody else had that in the area. That really helped attract potential customers who were suffering from Alzheimer's and other types of dementia, and they realized the benefits of this art program, and and we got quite a few customers because program. And you know every every custom home care agency uh, economics is that every customer could really add a tremendous uh, amount of revenue to your agency, especially if you get living clients uh, in the Bay Area. It had become quite a quite expensive for living cases and you know one living client for six months could bring in uh, close to hundred thousand dollars so it doesn't take that many clients to to create a, a you know a few million dollar agency so that uh, art program actually attract a few living customers and that kind of like it just kind of like everything started feeding itself, feeding each other. It became like a, like a flywheel of success. And uh, the marketing, uh, the art program, the SEO, the client referrals, uh, the, uh, the referral source marketing, all of that started feeding each other. And we just you know grew tremendously over uh, the next three years
0: great points. I'm glad you introduced that art therapy program. I think finding creative or differentiating ways to stand out from the competition is so important. And that's exactly what you did. You found a need and, and it became a differentiator and drew in new business. And that's what really can fuel agencies long-term. So I'm glad you brought that up. Also interesting, you know, referral sources versus online marketing with COVID the last, 10 months now. It's been interesting to see our industry shift from such a face-to-face, personalized, in-person industry to kind of more of an online adapted form of what we used to be. And it's interesting to hear what your experience exactly. was seven years ago versus, you know, what we're experiencing today. I think it's really relevant.
1: Absolutely. I, uh, I'm in touch with some uh, my old uh, colleagues in the home care industry who still have their own agencies and they haven't been able to go to hospitals or, you know, their referral sources for almost, you know, nine months now. Mm-hmm. So the whole, that whole landscape has changed quite a bit
0: absolutely absolutely
1: you're absolutely right about that yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so let's let's move into selling your agency you're actually the first person on the show like i mentioned that is going to talk about the process of selling your agency so i'm excited to learn from you and hear what you have to say so how did that decision go why did you make that decision and how did that feel to make that big of a leap
1: great question so uh so I didn't make that decision. It, uh, it was not my goal to sell the company. I think because of the fact that we were kind of like growing and becoming a more of a, a prominent agency in the area, we attracted a couple of uh, much larger companies, much larger agencies with, with uh, more of a national uh, platform that they actually approached us to see if we were interested. Since I, was developing uh, an actual uh, platform, a software platform. While I had my agency, I thought this would be a really good possible exit strategy for me, from actually running an agency, to being able to fund my my next company. So it was just great timing. Um, I think it was it was lucky that I was approached by uh, these two companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so it, it was really not a decision that I had thinking about and I had been planning for it it just happened and I uh, took the opportunity and I decided that that was the right move for me to do and uh, and it took about you know it took about six months to really go from the initial uh, discussions to to finalizing the, the transition. But one thing I recommend is for people, even if you don't want to sell your see run it as if you were going to. Because once you have that mindset, then you always have clean books. You always have your net profit optimized because when it comes down to selling it one day, Every dollar profit you have, you're going to get a multiple of that. So try to run your agency, your company, as efficiently as possible. Grow it as fast as possible because that also determines the uh, uh, the multiple that you're going to get. So if you have that mindset, you actually end up with a much better agency than if you don't have that mindset Mm -hmm. and you may end up selling your agency or you may not. But the final outcome is that you will in a better position in the future in terms of finances, if you have that kind of a mindset.
0: Mm -hmm. That's great advice. Now, now that you've kind of stepped back, what, and I don't know if you've that your agency closely as it's moved forward, but what impact did selling it have on the actual clientele and the caregivers, if you're willing or can disclose any of that information, just what did it look like after that transition? How was the agency stabilized after the matter?
1: I know that uh, the the clients were, very well taken care of after the transaction, caregivers were actually in a better position because it was a larger company and they were able to get more benefits and then okay. some even got a higher pay. So it was pretty much a win-win-win all, all throughout the uh, all the parties involved.
0: That's great to hear. Well, appreciate your insights there. Really interesting stuff. Let's talk a little bit about where you're at now. You have moved on and started another company called Captivate. Tell me about how that's been going and what you're looking to do with Captivate.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. So, uh, how Captivate got started was actually the last year or the year and a half of when I was running my agency, we came up with a couple of ideas that really helped us, again, grow uh, the game. And those ideas were purely technology-based concepts. And when I sold the company, they uh, they were not that in the transaction, um, you know, the buyer was not interested, and we were not interested in, in selling that. So we kind of like packaged that, and I started that as a new company called Captivate. And basically, the idea was a very powerful chat application on our website, and an and an app that we had developed, and we were generating tremendous amounts of leads just from those two uh, tools and uh the way the chat actually worked was that we had trained people behind the you know chat uh, behind the chat line and uh, 24 7 they were able to help our website visitors uh, help them um, convert them to you know leads and and clients and that was extremely helpful because uh when I looked at statistics, I realized that 90% of your website visitors don't stay longer than eight seconds on your website. They're going back and forth. Uh, We all do that. Uh, We all do that. When we do online research, we find something and we go... Back and we look at something else and we go forward and then we go back. Obviously that's what they did when they were looking for home care. But with the concept of a, of a really high quality chat, we were able to engage them before they left our website. And through that, we were just you know able to generate more and more leads for, for uh, our agency. And then we kind of like developed that idea into an app, which we started using uh, with some of our referral sources And and they really like the idea of that as well. So when I sold the company, I packaged these two things and now we call them Captivate. And uh, we have fully developed the the concept and we are actually working with beta uh, customers right now. We have a few beta agencies that are testing the system. Uh, We wanna make sure it works. We wanna make sure we are actually delivering results. And hopefully by January or February of 2021, we will go live and uh, and offer it to, you know, to the general public, uh, which is, you know, home care agencies.
0: Very interesting. It'll be exciting to see that business take off over the next Thank couple you. of months.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Well, well, Cameron, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much again for sharing your experience. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: The pleasure is all mine. I'm really glad we connected and I definitely appreciate your time.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Vision. If you'd like to learn more about Home Care Pulse and how we help individual home care agencies, visit our website, homecarepulse.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.